0: welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Good morning and welcome to church. If you're visiting with us, it's so good to have you with us. We hope that this is the first of many. To all of our regular church folk, it is just so good to be able to connect with you again in this way. Now, the last couple of weeks, we've been uh, speaking through a series called Through the Unknown. And if, you, if you've if you missed that series as we finished it up last week, I want to just highly recommend that you go onto our YouTube channel at Bikers Church Midrand. Go check it out. It really is worthwhile and, and and today to just connect with with this this thought of uncertainty as we spoke through um, living in times where things are really unknown like the, where we are today there's there's such uncertainty there's such uncertainty uh, with with what's happening around us and and within that uncertainty there's a there's a frustration that grows Uh, i don't know about you but i've had some frustrations during this time Uh, the first of these or, or, or probably one of the smaller ones but it has been exceptionally frustrating for me is the fact that i've not been able to 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 have my hair cut like i know that sounds lame but but it's not just the fact that I haven't been able to have my hair cut somewhere along the line I just got so frustrated I got desperate and I decided to like learn how to cut my own hair over the basin in the mirror and I don't know if you've ever done that but it is crazy difficult I mean everything's backwards forwards is backwards left is right right is left up's down I mean it is ridiculous you're trying to like figure out how everything's It's wild. And I've had to do it like three times already during lockdown because of these moments. And that's been a huge frustration to me. But come on, let's be honest. It is a minor frustration if we stop and consider the hairdresser. The the person who is relying on on their trade of, of of cutting hair to be able to put food on their family's table, completely different level of frustration, and I'm so grateful for you that we see that these these um, these restrictions are being lifted, and and we really are praying for you guys through. This time, I promise you each time I had to cut my own hair, I was praying for you, and with these frustrations we we see something mount we, we 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 see this pressure start mounting in our lives and you see at the at the end of the day, if there's something that I know about my own life is that pressure reveals my heart, pressure reveals. My heart and, and, and you're not exempt to this. Like pressure reveals your heart. When the pressure's on, something comes out. It was Jesus speaking to a, to a crowd of people in, in Matthew 12, where, where, where he said, "For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks." In another translation, it says, "From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks." Uh, there's this analogy that's so often used in these moments, and I'm probably killing it today by using it again, but, but it's like this toothpaste tube that you take the lid off and you squeeze it, something's going to come out. Like toothpaste is going to come out. And, and, and that's really what's, what's being spoken of here in, in the NLT. It says it this way, it says, for whatever is in your heart determines what you say. What, what is Jesus really saying here to you and to, and to me? I believe that what Jesus is saying in this moment is that, that these things that, that we're dealing with, these, these, these frustrations, these pressures, like it's a matter of the heart and what happens in the heart matters. Uh, i think it is so evident as we, we talk about you know what happens in the heart matters uh, i think that that this overflow of the heart is is so so vividly displayed today as we engage in conversations because there's a lot of pressure as we engage in social media we see this heart Displayed as we, we look at mainstream media and people being interviewed, like, like heart is being displayed. We, we're engaging with a lot of the matters of the heart right now as people are being squeezed and, and pressure is busy being applied. And unfortunately, the majority of it is heartbreaking as as we look at what's coming out of the human heart right now, it's heartbreaking. I think one of the most challenging things for me personally is as I look at this overflow of the heart, as I as I look at at, at, at what especially on social media, what what people are willing to to post and type. It's just, man, it's been, it's been hot. Heart- Breaking, you see. Let's be honest. Socially, things are a mess. <laughs> I don't think we we we're kidding ourselves when we when we say that. I mean, we just look at everything surrounding COVID nineteen right now. Uh, we we consider these things. We we consider the pressure and the frustration that that's caused uh, socially. Um, we think of what it's done economically and and how there's been job loss and 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 income loss and and the social pressures that that's created even just within homes where where marriages and relationships have, have taken real strain and 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 where we we see crazy reports of domestic violence just increasing. And and probably one of the hot topics at the moment is this this issue of, of racism again just just coming out through the media and then all this heart around it being revealed all over social media and the, and the media, and, and, and again I, I want to say this, is that racism is never okay, because we can call it whatever we want, but at the end of the day it's hatred. And, and I just happen to believe that this hatred is not found in, in the heart and the personage of God and if I call myself a Jesus follower then this will not be a part of my life in any shape or form and I think the sad part for me throughout this this time of just this heart being revealed is the amount of people who call themselves Christians who who somehow want to associate themselves with Jesus who, who want to connect themselves to Christ and and then I see the overflow of the heart in those moments, responding to these issues. And I'm just like, that's not Jesus. Like, like they, if, if, if you're not a Jesus follower, and, and you look at this, please hear me today. Like, that's not God's heart. That's not the heart of Jesus. And if you are a Jesus follower, then I think today we need, to, we need to just have a look at a couple of some really relevant truths for you and for me. Because you see, what, what Jesus is, is saying in this moment is that whatever's coming out of us reveals what's going on inside of us. Again, it's a matter of the heart And what happens in the heart matters. Jesus carried on in in Matthew. He says, "A, a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. So what Jesus is doing is, Jesus is essentially equating the human heart to a treasury. Now, what do we put in a treasury? We put things of value in a treasury. We put put the things that we value in a treasury. It's a place where we store the things that are valuable to us. Now, just very practically speaking, how do I fill a, a treasure chest, for example? A, a treasure chest, I've, the only way I fill it is by physically putting things into it. And this might sound like common sense, but sometimes <laughs> common sense isn't as common as we would expect it to be. But I cannot take anything out of a treasure chest that I've not put in already. I, I, can't, I, I can't be putting tomatoes into this treasure chest uh, leave them forever, and then expect to come and take out pulls. No, I'm just going to take out fried tomatoes. I cannot take something out that I've not put in. No wonder today with, within your own life, what are you expecting to come out of this Treasury, when the pressure's on. And then there's another side to this. David speaks into this moment where, in 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 the book of Psalm, uh, chapter 28 and verse 3, where where he he says, "Those who speak friendly words to their neighbours while pl- planning evil in their hearts." Now, as I said, that you may be thinking of someone, you know, because. You know, in your mind, you're like, well, that doesn't apply to me. But I know someone. <laughs> I know someone who behaves like that. I know someone who, you know, they'll always greet me with a smile, but I'm always checking if there's a knife in my back. You know, why? Because what's happening up here isn't what's happening in here. But the truth is, folks, if we examine our own hearts, how often don't we function in that space? Where where? <laughs> where we'll be saying certain things but there's a completely different ball game going on inside of us Jesus described it this way Jesus said they honor me with their lips but their hearts are far from me You see, what he's essentially saying is that, that, that if you and I are honest, there, there are times where, where we'll say the right stuff, but our actions prove differently. You see, it's a matter of the heart. And what happens in the heart matters. The Apostle Paul comes along and he gives us direction. He says to us in Ephesians 4 and verse 2, he says, Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. And as I look at that opening line to what, what the Apostle Paul is, is saying to us there, as he says to us, always be humble. See, humility values the person over its own opinion. Did you get that? Humility values the person over its own Opinion. In other words, when I've got someone standing in front of me or, or got, got their post on my newsfeed or whatever it may be, when, when, when this is all unfolding in front of me, I'm, I'm willing to look past the things that I may not agree with and see a person who is loved and valuable. See, I feel like we live in a day and age where where the freedom of speech has replaced the responsibility to love. Where are we at on this, folks? Where are we at on this? As 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 Paul uses the word gentle here, this word gentle. Uh, in the original language, it, it speaks about being level-headed, uh, um, even-handed, and fair-minded. It speaks about to 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 have a seasoned and mature temperament. And if I'm honest, I think that if we call ourselves Jesus followers today. There should be a certain level of maturity that we function in day in and day out because that's what we call called to. we we called to, to love God and to love people and that through that process, as we walk that with God and journey that with God, that He starts to mature us in our faith, that He starts to mature us in this love. It was Mark Batterson in his, in his book, Um, Primal, uh, uh, that said it this way. He said, the mark of maturity is not how much we know, but the mark of maturity is how much we love. I wonder, ladies and gentlemen, is that love evident in and on our lives today? When people look at us, do they go, man, there's a maturity about that person that I desperately need. You see, because when 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 I have that 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 love that that breeds that maturity in my life, then I won't lash out when I read something that I don't agree with. I'll I'll be able to see the person over the perceived problem. One of my personal heroes, is a man by the name of Ravi Zacharias and he, he, he passed away recently and it was his memorial service. And, and as people came up and spoke of the man, there was this overwhelming theme about him where, where they just kept saying that, that the questioner was always more important than the question. Now, he was an apologist. He, he, he spent his life um, debating people with different beliefs. And I've seen a lot of people get very nasty and, 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 and there being a lot of animosity in that moment. But if there's something, if you watch the debates that, that, that Ravi took part in, there, there was always this overwhelming sense that the person was more important than the debate. That by the time he was done with a the person, they would know that he had a different point of view, but he loved them deeply. And as I look at that mark on his life, I look at us as believers, and I go, Lord, may that mark be on us, that that maturity, that love, will be evident in our lives. So Paul says here, be patient. With each other? Are we patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love? Do we give each other space to mess up? Do we give each other space to learn? Do do we, through this love of Jesus, do we Do we cover each other's mistakes or do we jump on each other, lash out and just have an absolute field day? Are we filling this treasury with that love that produces that maturity that we need? Again, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 13 he speaks into this. He says, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. Nothing. If I gave everything I had to the poor and even sacrificed my own body, I could boast about it. <laughs> but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. See, what, what Paul is saying is that without love, I'm nothing but more noise in a very noisy World. I wonder today how is how is your mouth, how is your social media stream revealing your heart during this time of pressure? It was the author James Clear in his in his book Atomic Habits who said, every decision you make, casts a vote for the person that you will eventually become. Can I repeat that? Every decision you make is casting a vote for the person that you will eventually become. I wonder today, folks, what vote are we casting? Are we perpetuating the hatred? Are we just another, another noisy voice in a noisy world? Or are we casting a vote of love? Not just to see that maturity become a reality in our lives. And when people look at us, they go, man, that's worth following. When people look at us, they go, you know what? Whatever that person has, I want it. Like, are we casting votes to become the people that God created us to be. I hope so. I pray so. But if you aren't, then I wonder today what's your next step? What is your next step? Maybe today you find yourself in a place where where when you engage in conversation, or when you engage in social media, like you get into this place where your opinion becomes very important. And I believe that as we look at at what David said, as we look at what Jesus said, as we look at what Paul said, we, we start to come to understand that maybe my opinion is nowhere near as important as my love maybe today I, I need to recognize that my humility and my love is far more important than my opinion or my preference or my point of view and maybe today you need to make a decision To say you know if I'm if I'm honest I've put my opinion first and love is somewhere down on the list humility is somewhere down on the list but today is the day and today is that moment that I get to cast a vote of love to become the person that God created me to be. And if that's you today, then it comes down to a choice. It comes down to a choice where I choose to lay down my opinion, my personal preference, my point of view, to lay these things down and to say, Lord, if I have to choose between that and seeing the person that you created and love and, and value and to value them, and to love them, then I'm gonna to choose to love them. Then that's my choice. Then that's the vote that I'm casting. And if that's you today, I wanna to pray with you right now. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that your desire for us, Lord, is to not blend into the noise, Lord, to not just become a, a, a clanging cymbal, Lord, but Lord, that your, your, your desire for us, Father God, is to be your voice of love, your voice of hope. Lord, your hands of grace to the world around us, Father. Lord, that your love is not passive, that it doesn't just sit around and, 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 and kind of live out this hippie point of view that we may be thinking right now, Lord. But Lord, I thank you that your love is active, that your love comes and gets stuck into the mess of our lives and that you come and love us through it, Lord. But that you ask us to be that love to the world around us. To mature in that love and to come and love out that love on a daily basis so that the truth of who you are can be shown through us Lord Lord I, I right now I just pray for folks who who are struggling with this thing of my opinion is so important Lord I thank you that 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 you've given us a healthy mind and that we need to think and that we, we need to debate and that we need to wrestle through these things and hash these things out, Lord, but that we can never lose sight of the fact that my point of view is never more important than the person standing in front of me. Lord, as folks choose to, to, to lay down their opinion in those moments, that you will give them the courage To love the way that you've asked us to love, Lord. Lord, I pray that in that moment, you will make us mindful and remind us of just how you loved us. It was Jesus who said to us, no greater love as a man than to lay down his life for his friends. May we love each other in this way. And we pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, It's so good to have just been able to connect with you. If you need someone to connect with you, if you need to reach out, I want to ask you, reach out. Uh, Connect with us on all our social media platforms. Um, You can connect on our website, bikeschurchmidran.co.za. Our phone number's on there. You can contact us through that. Uh, Please feel free to engage with us. We'd, We'd love to connect with you and just even have a conversation with you if you're really struggling right now. We love you. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Have a great week. Cheers trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at mikaschurchmidrang.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.